Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? This is the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. You're about to hear the episode where I interview iconic mystery novel writer Agatha Christie and early 20th century American socialite and model Little Edie. You might remember Little Edie from the Grey Gardens documentary. If you didn't, you should watch that. It, and then you will realize exactly how spot on this Lily D impression is and how dope it is. Uh, just a couple of announcements before we get into the episode. You know that the freshest eps are every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's where you can hear the episodes the day they come out. Uh, you can also email us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to get your favorite dead person on the show. Uh, go out and buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now and it is hilarious. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. We're trying to expand our audience here, guys. So so uh, the next time you see somebody that you know and that you like, uh, tell them, hey, you know, I'm listening to this uh, Famous Dead People podcast. It's, it's pretty damn good. You should check it out. And of course, jerrybarrington.com. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Little Edie and I Got the Christie only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. Oh, you know, famous dead people, famous dead people, famous stories stuck in the heads. You're gonna hear rock from me, and so all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are English writer and playwright, and according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the best-selling novelist of all time, Agatha Christie. Hello. And early 20th century American socialite and fashion model made famous by the documentary Grey Gardens, Edith Bouvier Beale, or Little Edie. Bonjour. Uh, little Edie, um, is Christy. Thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Oh my God, yes, it's my it's pleasure. Almost, it's wonderful pleasure. to be here. Um, so I'd like to start off with you, uh, Miss Christy, if you if you wouldn't mind. Excellent. You are one of the most famous mystery writers of all time. You Thank wrote you. 66 detective novels. You wrote mm. the murder mystery, The Mousetrap, which is the world's longest running play. Yes, I did. Um, I read on your Wikipedia that you were a fan of mystery novels, mm-hmm. but where do you suspect your interest and talent at writing mysteries stemmed from? Like, did you um, have a, did you love real life mysteries, unsolved mysteries, true crime, that sort of thing? It all started when I was six. My rabbit went missing. Ooh. Yes, I didn't know where he was. So I followed the clues and I found him dead in a lake. Wow. Oh, no, that's terrible. Interesting. Terrible. Well, here's the thing. So if I had a pet bunny yes. growing up, you know, I'm six years old, my bunny gets away, mm. I wouldn't suspect that anything had happened. I'd just be, oh, the bunny ran away. It's what bunnies do, right? Mm, well, yeah. see, that's your yeah. problem. And it's your problem as well, if you think that, Miss Edie, because everyone is murdered. Everyone oh. is murdered. Yes, there's no natural causes of death. Everyone is murdered, just like my rabbit was. So everything is a mystery. Well, you see, you say that your rabbit was murdered. You found your mur- your, your rabbit. Yes. You found your rabbit dead. It was by... It, where was it? It was somewhere else. It was outside? in a lake. It was in a lake. My mother did it. Your mother killed... Oh, I, mo- yes. oh mothers can be so terrible. <laughs> yes. Mothers can just be so terrible. You know, I... They are. Yeah. I get it. My mother, you know, she did that, but not a rabbit. It was my singing career. Your your mother killed your singing career. She killed my singing career. I, oh, I'm very I'd actually love to hear more about that in just yeah. a second. But let's get back to this just rabbit because yes. I want to know if I found my rabbit dead outside again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't suspect foul play. Mm-hmm. I would just think, you know, a coyote got it, mm-hmm. maybe a big bird like an eagle or no. something. No, what, I knew right away you at six knew years that, old that your bunny had been murdered. Well, at first I couldn't find it, and then yes. I followed some clues. I saw blood on the porch and then I walked over to the lake and I saw my bunny dead and then my mother had blood on her fingers. So wait, so so, mm. so your mother like slit the bunny's throat and then threw it in the lake? Yes. Or was it just No, she slit lake? her throat and put it in the lake. My mother was a very scary woman. Hmm, interesting. And so did you, I, I know that there's a lot of different ways that you can solve crimes. Mm-hmm. Did you find a motive for your mother to murder this bunny rabbit. Yeah, she didn't like it. I, she just didn't like she it. She didn't like my bunny rabbit. I gave it too much attention. She thought she thought I should be looking for a husband at six years old. At six years old. Oh, who needs a husband? Early. Who needs a husband? Yes. Well, not for, to look for a husband. Not for the English. Oh, I see. They always want to put us in a cage, don't mm-hmm. they, Agatha? Mm-hmm. Always just want to put put the, right. the, the wildest, most beautiful birds and just like throw us in a cage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then they don't want you to sing and dance. Well, when... Yes, or they don't want me to solve mysteries. But you solve that mystery. You I solve, solve that mystery. every mystery that comes. 
to that, me. that comes your way. Yes. So, um, do you remember what was like the big clue when you were when you were figuring out the, the case blood of on the, the porch, the, the and porch. the blood on my mother's fingers? Oh, is it, that is how I knew right away. Is it possible? This is my big thing when I'm watching like Bones, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. like, it seems like you're making a big leap there, Bones. Uh, did are, is there any other way, any other explanation for there to have gotten that blood on that porch and on your mother's hand? Maybe it wasn't your bunny's blood. Maybe it was somebody else's blood. Or maybe she murdered someone else. Maybe she murdered. And the bunny oh, my mother did murder someone else. Wait, who did she murder? Who else did she murder? She murdered my father. Oh my god! Yes, mm-hmm. but was I it, bet he deserved it. <laughs> was, this, was this before or after this the bunny? This was after. After the bunny. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, but again, I have this question about the blood on the porch. Could it have been somebody? Could it, no, absolutely not. There's no possible way. No, you see, bunny blood congeals faster than other blood. Interesting. And so I saw the congealed blood, and I knew that it was my bunny. You deduced. Wow, I didn't realize that you had such a gift for uh, deduction. I thought that your gift was just in in creating these fantastical uh, mm. scenarios that you... No, I have many gifts and in order to create all of these books, I had to know all these things, and I just did. Interesting. Yes. Oh, Agatha, I have a question. Since you're so good at, you know, the mystery, mm-hmm. I have like a weird rash on my butt. <laughs> what? Where do you think it's? You want to look? Can you look at it? Ooh, the mystery of the butt rash. Did someone do it to you? Is it going to cause you to die? See, I'm mainly just murder mysteries. Oh, so so long as there's a death involved, that's when yes. your talents get elevated. Yes. I okay. cannot find out who took my $10, but I can find out if someone was murdered. Mm-hmm. If the person who took your $10... Killed someone. Killed someone, or if that person was murdered, you yes. can figure it out. Then I would figure it out. Otherwise, I am useless. Oh, I have wow. to I have to say, I took your $10. You took $10? <laughs> Yeah, I t- I'm sorry. I just, I have a problem. Little Edie, you stole $10 from Agatha Christie? Yeah, I did it. There was like, I made, I had a diversion. And then I went through your pocketbook and I, I took out the $10. And I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of sorry, but I'm not really sorry because I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> well, you can take it. I have lots of money. That's very kind of you, uh, yes. Agatha Christie. Very magnanimous. And I appreciate that. I, I'm going to have to ask you to not steal from my guests. Uh, I can't promise. No, I can't (laughs) promise anything. I can't promise. Let's move over to you for just a moment. So you were a, you're socialite, you're part of high society. um, You're related. I was beautiful. I was beautiful. You're related Jackie O. Yes, you're a very attractive young woman. Um, As I mentioned in your intro, though, you mainly rose to fame in the 70s via the documentary Grey Gardens. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Which filmed you and your mother living. Mostly me. Mostly you living at a rundown mansion called Grey Gardens. You're 58, your mother is 80, and every day you're fighting, you're reconciling, you're singing, you're reminiscing. Uh, would you say that that, that, that documentary was an accurate uh, description of your life living at Grey Gardens with your mother? Oh, it, abs- absolutely. It was abs- absolutely. Although maybe my mother was a little toned down. She's usually a lot meaner, um, very mean. Mm. Um, she usually just... You know, she sings, but she usually just sings insults to me. Um, really? Yeah, she used to be like, um, you're ugly. And I'd be like, oh, my, my mother, why are you singing that to me? And then, and then it would be very, it was very upsetting. I, could, I can understand yeah. why, why that would yeah, be upsetting. Yeah, so, so upsetting. Wow. Why, would, why do you think your mother felt it necessary to sing those insults at you? Because she wanted me to feel small. She wanted, she wanted me to feel, feel small and not beautiful. Mm. And she wanted to take my wild beautiful spirit and put me in a cage she just wanted to put she me in a cage she was probably trying to murder you yeah you know, in a way in a way agatha she was you know i'm sort i'm starting to get the sense agatha christie yes. they, there's an expression mm-hmm. everything looks like a nail when you sell hammers i kind of feel like because your area of expertise is murders like maybe you're trying to use that as a as a catch all for any situation or problem i don't think so i think yeah. that most of life is Surrounded by murder. I, you know, I did write a book. It never got published. It was called Murder, 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 Murdered. M- so murder, 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 murdered? Yes. Four murders. Never got published. One murder. Yes. Okay. There's only three pages. Why Why didn't it get published? Because there's only three pages. Well, each, what, what, what? Okay, go ahead, please. What did each page say? Yeah, Is that yeah. a good ask? Yeah, mm-hmm. read it. <laughs> oh, you, I do have it. Is it long? Because, I mean, three pages can be long. No, there's on. only two words on every page. Oh, okay. Yes, please go ahead. This is the... Murder, murder, murder. Murdered by Agatha Christie. Unpublished. Guess what? You've been... 
murdered murderer. You've been murdered, comma, murderer. Yes. That's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's they thought beautiful. It was too... That's so beautiful. <laughs> they thought it was too controversial. <laughs> I don't know if I would call that a book, though. It it's is very short. Jared. It feels a little bit like a, a poem or a haiku. I wrote many books. I think I know what a book is. That is true. I yeah. do not know what a haiku is. I will how tell many you of your How many of your 66 detective novels were that short, though? Two. Two of them? Yes. Are you including that one? Are you including Murder, Murder? I'm not because this was unpublished. Yeah, that's right. Talking about two published ones. Which was the, which were the other two that were published that were that short? Glasses on the Wall in the Brick Room. <laughs> Glasses on the Wall in the Brick Room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Warning, There's a Man Behind You. Where? <laughs> oh. You still got it. Mm-hmm. You still mm-hmm. got it, Agatha Christie. That's Thank incredible. You. Thank you. I really wanted there to be a man behind me. Let's, oh. uh, <laughs> let's go back to... Uh, a uh, little eating for just a moment. So mm-hmm. you and your mother, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you're living in this house. It's this rundown mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, one of the reasons why this documentary came about is because you and your mother, you've been living there for so long together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the house had become disheveled, filled with garbage, filled with insects. Well, people, people thought it was garbage, but it was my mementos okay. and props. Gotcha. For my cabaret show. Now, the health department went to the house and discovered the disgusting living situations that you and your mother were in, and they forced you to fix, to clean, and your your cousin, Jackie Onassis, had to come and help <sighs> you clean. You had to and- bring up Jackie Onassis. <laughs> made it. I feel like it's an important part of the story. Is it, though? Is, I mean, can She's- you- so she you, murdered her husband. She did not murder. Her I always said, you know, I always said that. I always said, you know, she was right there. Mm-hmm. She was right there in the car. Nobody checked her, but I did. And nobody checked her. I did. I checked her, and I know that she did it. Wait, I'm sorry, Agatha Christie. You're saying that you um, investigated the Kennedy assassination? I investigate every murder mystery. You investigate every murder? Yes. But you previously said that every. Death is a murder. Yes. So you investigate every human death? I'm glad it's clear now to you, Jared. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify uh, that. So so what did you find when you were uh, investigating the Kennedy assassination? Well, I found that no one checked Jackie's pockets mm-hmm. no and they one... were filled with tiny knives. <laughs> Yeah, she, you know, she, she, she looks, she looks so like pristine and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, one time she came to my birthday party, mm-hmm. and there was there was a cake, and she 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 took the cake, she just ate it, and then put it in her mouth, and then walked away. She ate it, and then she put it in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, she ate it, and I, then put it in her wait, mouth. Are you saying that uh, Jackie Kennedy Onassis? Um, went to your birthday party. Yeah, she was very jealous of me. And did she take a slice of the cake and put it in her mouth? No, she took the actual whole cake. She took the whole birthday cake. Yeah, it was a beautiful cake. Put it in her mouth. Of a swan. And she took that swan and she just ate it from beak to butt. <laughs> it just doesn't seem plausible. Did she unhinge her jaw like some sort of She used to be reptile? very fat when she was little. She was oh, very fat. I see. And she was always so <laughs> jealous. And, you know, I, ever since then, I was like, you're a thief. She's a thief. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me one bit mm-hmm. that she was there and she shot JFK. <laughs> she didn't. She took tiny knives and put them in his tiny knife. This is my question is that so you say that Jackie O had tiny knives in her pockets. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that is extremely suspicious. Mm-hmm. I would be concerned if the wife of the president were always carrying tiny knives with mm-hmm. her. But it seems from the footage of the murder that she, that that uh, that JFK was clearly shot in the head mm-hmm. with a bullet from a great distance. Uh, how is it then that Jackie Kennedy was able to take these tiny knives and murder her husband? I'm going to answer your question with a question. Were you there? I was not there. Did you see the body after it was taken away? I didn't. Well, I did. You saw the body of JFK yes. post-mortem. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. Those bullets were... Fake bullets. Fake bullets. That's right. It It is all a conspiracy for a bigger mystery. Fake bullets, plural, because there's famously only one shot to his head. But you're saying that there were fake bullets. bullets. (laughs) Yes. She was actually taking tiny knives and putting them in his head. Oh, my God. At the magic bullet, it's magic because it wasn't there. Oh, wow. That is an incredible theory. It's all to cover up the bigger mystery of who killed Abraham Lincoln. 
Wait, so you're saying that the assassination of JFK yes. was a frame job yes. and that Jackie Kennedy actually killed JFK to help cover up the bigger conspiracy of who really cured Abraham Lincoln, yes. which was not John Wilkes Booth, I'm assuming. No. Wow. Do you have any evidence that this is the case? Do you have any evidence <laughs> that this is not the case? Well, that's the thing is that, you know, it's really easy to play that card of if you can't prove 100% the opposite than what I say is true. But there is a lot of evidence to suggest that the historical record is correct and no evidence to support what you're saying. Let me ask you something. The historical record is a book, is it not? Everything is written by man. By man. Okay. And you're saying that this is a this is like a male conspiracy? No, I'm just saying it's a written book. <laughs> Anything can be fiction. But it is a male conspiracy. Well, there's men involved. Men just want to put us in cages. If, uh, they want to take that wild, beautiful bird, and they just want to put it in a cage, and then they want to just shoot the bird. Right? You're not wrong. <laughs> you're just joining us. This is... Famous dead people on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are early 20th century American socialite and model Edith Bouvier. Hello. And English writer and playwright Agatha Christie. Hello. Um, so, you know, it, it seems as though we're getting sidetracked by all these different yes, uh, mysteries. Um, let's go back to um, uh, some some of your biographical information, mm-hmm. Agatha Christie. Uh, as I said earlier, you were known mainly as a mystery writer, but you also wrote six romances under yes. the pseudonym of Mary Westmacott. Um, oh, I knew a Mary Westmacott. Did you know a Mary Westmacott, Lily? I did know a Mary Westmacott. Oh my God! Are you... Who was she? Uh, she was um, she was a very ugly girl in my tap dance class in Connecticut. <laughs> are you? Do you know Mary Westmacott, or were you Mary Westmacott? Did you she know was any, very jealous. Any Mary Westmacott? No, all? I just put the name together on my own. Oh, so it's a completely fictional name. There's no. Yes. Okay. I That's saw. I was looking west. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on a cot. Okay. And I said, and it was your mm, cot, Macot. Yes. yes. West West Macot. Macot. Mm, okay. And what about the name Mary? Did they come from anywhere? Just my brain. Just your, your brain came up with. I the just name. feel like romance reminds me of Mary. It's a very romantic name. Oh, or like, Agatha, like Mary Magdalene. Yes. Or Agatha is frightening, right? Ag- it's a frightening name. <laughs> it is but kind of Mary. A scary name. Is romantic. Okay, because when you are involved in a romance that goes well, you get. Married. Oh, or, you know, or you don't. (laughs) (laughs) If you were like like me, you just don't get married. Seems like you're talking from personal experience there. Oh, I did not get married. I almost got married. Marriage isn't always what it's cracked up to be. I do want to ask you about some of your famous romances. Uh, But let's talk a little bit about these these romance novels Mm. uh, that Agatha Christie wrote under the name of uh, Mary Westmacott. Um, so why did you write these romances? Did you need? Do you feel like you needed to take a break from all the murder and the suspense? Yes. Also, my husband cheated on me. Yes, I did read about <clears throat> that. Yes. And I just felt like if I can't have romance, I wrote a lot of unpublished murder mysteries and just, they weren't really mysteries. They just opened up with, I'm going to kill you and your mistress. Oh, I see. So I oh, thought yeah. maybe I should take a break no. and write some romance. Less of a book, more of a threatening letter, yes. I would argue. Yes, that is exactly what they were. So I thought, you know, I had been in love. I'm sure I'll be in love again. Why not write some romance novels? I will. I don't want to offend anybody, but they are the easiest things to write. All you have to have is a male and a female who can't love each other or can love each other, and then they sleep together. One of them dies or one of them doesn't. And they end up together forever. That's wonderful. That really is nice. Do you, do, do you remember one any of your romance novels? Like, of did course. you have a favorite one? Yes, it was probably Love, 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 Lover. <laughs> <laughs> love, 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 Lover. Yes. By Mary Westmacott. Yes. Which I swear, I mean, I went to... She was in my tap dance class. That's, it's such a coincidence. It's an incredible yeah. coincidence. It's not a, it's not a common name. Um, now, that's not the only pseudonym that you had, Agatha Christie. Mm-hmm. Um, I also understand that you wrote your first novel under the pen named Monosyllaba. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes, I love funny names. Mo- monosyllaba. <laughs> obviously, that's a play on monosyllabic, which is mm-hmm. just something having one syllable. Yes. Um, or having mono. Yes. Every <laughs> word in that book only had one syllable. Oh, interesting. Can mm-hmm. you give us a little taste of... Uh, yeah, read it. Of- <laughs> What, oh yes, uh, I do have it right of here. What that, of what your first novel written under the pain name of Monosyllaba was? Yes, I'll just read the first sentence. Okay, go ahead. 
Hi, my name is Mono. That has to- <laughs> Mono has two syllables. I read it wrong. It doesn't say Mono. I'm so sorry. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I apologize. Actually. I'm old. Yeah, don't laugh at her. I'm old and I don't have my glasses. Okay. I'm so sorry. It's so, hi. Oh, because I stole your name glasses. Name is <laughs> oh, Edie. Why did you steal my glasses? Give Agatha Christie back her I, glasses. I'm sorry. It's just I don't. I can't help it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you now I see. It was just Mon. Uh, oh. I added the O. Hi, my name is Mon. Hi, my name is Mon. Wow. I mean, that's just one sentence. <laughs> that's one sentence. The next sentence goes on and says, "I <laughs> am <laughs> your." Mom. Uh, wow. Oh, there, it goes on. It continues as a story of a young girl who finds a, out that she's someone's mother. There's an energy to when every syllable, every word is only yeah. one syllable. I'm just realizing this now. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of like drills into your brain. It's like, um, you know, like a machine gun almost. Yeah, it's like very eerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it really builds suspense. I, I like it. It's so interesting that you both say this because that is how I came and decided that I will be a mystery writer. Was because of all the tension. Because yes. at first I was just solving mysteries, like I said about my bunny rabbit, which I didn't mention his name was Jefferson. And oh. then I wrote this book and I was like, wow, suspense is amazing. The sentences are so long. Just one word. And they all start with I. And it was so long and scary that I thought, wow, what if I added more syllables? Now, uh, if you ever decide to do another monosyllabic book again, mm-hmm. there are other ways that you can start sentences besides with I. For example, if you're going to have a question, you could start it with could. Because could mm-hmm. is one it syllable is one also. Syllable. You know, there's a lot of options mm-hmm. for one syllable sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, let's go back to uh, little Edie for just a moment. So <laughs> it seems like from a very young age, uh, you were leaning towards a performance life. Um, it was it was leaning towards me. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was a, it was a life that was pulling you in. Oh, my. I just if I didn't sing, I I couldn't poop. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not a. Are you speaking hyperbolically or? or no, I literally like, couldn't. It, poop my body you sang. would just like shut down because I needed to sing. It was just like you know, I just needed that release. Mm. I just needed that release. Okay. And um, so for like a good year, I couldn't sing, um, because I was in that coma. Oh, I didn't read about your coma. Oh yeah, I was in a coma. Um, it was called I wasn't allowed to sing and dance, and. Uh, I call it my year of the coma. I'm sorry, you named your coma, I wasn't allowed to sing and dance? I just want to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. Right, yeah. Okay. I wasn't allowed to sing and dance, and I call it my coma because oh, it, my I body see. shuts down. I see. Why were you not allowed to sing and dance for that year oh, of Because everyone life? petitioned. Everyone in East Hampton petitioned to have me not sing and dance anymore because apparently I was too loud and I was starting a riot. <laughs> You were starting a riot? Yeah, because um, all the critters from East Hampton would follow me, like a very Pied Piper situation. Ooh, or like and, Snow White. Oh, yeah, look, or, or Snow White. Did they know that if you didn't sing, you couldn't poop? I tried to tell them that, but then... They, or maybe they knew and they were trying to murder you. I never thought of that. Yeah, if you keep someone from pooping, they will die. You know, that makes sense because I did have... There was a raccoon who lived in our house, and I swear, every time I woke up, he was over my face. He was over my face, and he was just looking at me like he was going to murder me. Wait, I got the question. Do you think that this mm-hmm. raccoon was maybe trying to murder little Edie? Maybe. Wow. Raccoons are not to be trusted. Any animal that walks on four legs is not to be trusted. That's most animals. I know. That's like almost all the animals. What about your bunny? My, I don't want anyone else to talk about my bunny. <laughs> just, sorry, just Jefferson. I mean, do you not trust Jefferson? I loved Jefferson. Listen, it, you're bringing up, you're lucky that I talked about it, all right? I've had a lot of pain in my life, and that was some of the biggest. I bet you can't fall in love with animals anymore because you're afraid. Oh, maybe. Because your bunny was murdered. Yeah, maybe you, you're not allow, your heart's not allowing itself yes, and, to, to be wounded again. It's, it's putting up walls. So maybe I just distrust anything that can walk on four legs. Right. Mm-hmm. Or two, if I'm being honest. You know, three-legged so animals I love. <laughs> oh, what, which three-legged animals Dogs. do you love? Dogs that only have three legs. Yes. You, Any animal could have three legs, but I don't want to cause well, they, an animal. They have to have four legs in order for them to have yeah. three legs, right? I do have I, I do have a few cats here. Do you want to like <laughs> maybe try 
to to fall in love with only have three legs? They all have four four legs. There is one with one leg. I would like that. That's not my fault. It's not my fault. (laughs) I would like that cat. Uh, Little Lady, do you mind if I ask you some more questions about your your early performance career? Uh, so you did some modeling at Macy's. Oh my God, I was so beautiful. You were very attractive. I was woman. very beautiful. Thank um, you. And I'm, so I'm wondering. Uh, and you said that you uh, you needed to sing. You mm-hmm. needed to dance, otherwise you wouldn't be able to poop. Uh, yes. And um, and these these people were were petitioning to get you to stop because you were causing a riot with all these animals that were following you around, mm-hmm. uh, not unlike Snow White. Um, and so. But modeling doesn't really have anything to do with that performance element. Modeling is just you sort of like stand, they take a picture of you, well, or was, you do a runway, yeah. you know, obviously. Well, I was trying to, oh, I was trying to uh, be able to make enough money to go out on my own. Because mm-hmm. um, at that time, as Ag- Agatha probably knows, it was very hard if you were a woman yes. to like make your own money and have your own career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they always wanted to take your wild spirit and shove it in a cage <laughs> in East Hampton. <laughs> So uh, when people wanted me to model, I was like, of course, because then you get some extra money and then I could use that money to then uh, buy a piano, which I, I did buy a piano and I carried it around for a very long time. Um, so you carry the piano around with you? Yeah, I carried it around. I just carried it over my head. Um, hmm. But then obviously that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> That was a very stupid idea, Edie. I don't know why. It just seems I did uh, that. It just doesn't seem very efficient to carry a piano around with you all the time. I just didn't want anyone to steal it. Oh, that mm. is true. Well, I mean, you could comfort yourself with the fact that that pianos are really difficult to steal because they're so super heavy. Oh well, technically, I stole the piano. <laughs> <laughs> I should say that I I stole the the piano because it turns out they're very expensive. Yeah, I I, I kind of feel like uh, you missed your calling, Edie, because it seems like you have a real gift for. For theft, for for taking things, for being a burglar, you know, I feel like you would have been an incredible addition to like an Ocean's Eight crew. Mm. Oh, they actually asked me. They asked me to be an Ocean's Eight. They asked you to be an Ocean's Eight, like mm-hmm. the the current yeah. one with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, but Sandra Bullock um, does not like me. She's oh, very jealous. Mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock's very jealous. <laughs> it seems like yeah. every woman is kind of jealous of you, and I every mean, man is trying to put you in a cage. Yes, I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm I'm just I'm so different. You know, I'm so mm. different. I'm so free. I'm just, everyone calls me, you know, just like a rebel. Mm-hmm. I'm like a rebel. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Um, I just, I wear pantyhose off of pants. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just. Very wild. Yeah, I'm very, like, I'm like right now I'm sitting here and I'm wearing pantyhose yes, over MC Hammer pants. We can see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very clear that they're MC Hammer pants. Is there a reason for that? I'm just curious. I just I just, I like that they're very big. So when I steal stuff, I can put them. Oh, I can put all the and stuff the in here. Like expands. look in here. I have I have a an, a figurine of the Elephant Man. It's really nice. <laughs> I can't imagine where you would even get something like that. I stole it from the Elephant Man Museum. Now, unfortunately, we have to take a break very shortly. <laughs> um, but before we do, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, one of your main detectives, Agatha Christie, yes. uh, Inspector Poirot, I think is, mm-hmm. is the way you pronounce his name, correct? Poirot. Poirot. Yes. That's the correct pronunciation. Yes. Okay. And so I understand. So you, you're writing this character. How would you describe him, by the way? Manly, thick, smart, lots of hair. Lots of hair. A good smile, mm-hmm. good eyes, a jacket, brown, long. <laughs> Down to his feet. Well, what about his personality, though? Like, this all seems to be, like, how he looks, you know? But, like, what type Well, that's of... how I start writing characters, by how they look. But you've, you've written it. You're not starting to write. Well, I'm sorry. Right? I'm going through the process. <laughs> Jared, I don't know what you want from me. Oh, I'm just curious. Because I, I have a question that I wanted to ask you, but I thought right. maybe we should get the foundation down. All right. I'll describe his personality. Calm. Okay. Calm. But frightening. Okay. Sad, but happy. Mmm. Contradictions. Crazy. But not crazy. But sane. You definitely looked at me when you said crazy. <laughs> I didn't mean to. You and do. Hair. When you were talking earlier, you did remind me of a character I wrote. Ooh, I'd love to hear oh more my about God, it. Did you write a character after me? No, it was before your time. <laughs> well, listen, uh, we oh, have sorry. to take a short yes. break, um, but but there's a lot of stuff on the table that we got to get to. Um, we will be right back on Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn with Agatha Christa, Agatha Christie, oh and gosh. Little Edie. Wow. Stay. It's so embarrassing. You're not famous. Oh, <laughs> Stay with us. Oh. 
Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioForBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us. Whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, Also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JarrettBarrenson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioForBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are early 20th century American socialite and fashion model made famous by the documentary Grey Gardens, Edith bouvier Beale. That's such a beautiful voice still. And English writer and playwright. And according to the Guinness Book of World Records, the best-selling novelist of all time, Agatha Christie. Thank you. Hello. And uh, we were talking uh, before the break about your chief inspector, Poirot. 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 It's not rot. It's it's Poirot. Poirot. Sounds like you're saying Paul Rudd. Like you're saying Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. No, I, oh, yes, Paul Rudd. He's a, he's a real charmer. Uh, he, he, he hit on me once. Paul Rudd hit on you, little Edie. Yes. Yeah. When was, when did Paul Rudd hit on you? I was in a store window, Bloomingdale's. Just in this, I was trying to be a mannequin. <laughs> and, he, and he came up to me and he was like, you're such a, you're so beautiful. And I was like, thank you. And then I said, I can't, I can't be tied down. <laughs> Told. And then he walked away. How old was Paul Rudd at this time, do you think? Oh, he's very young. I think he was like 10. 10 years old. Paul Rudd came up to a uh, Edith Bouvier Beale. Oh, yeah. In a store, in a Bloomingdale's window. He had so window. many suitors. <laughs> oh, yes. I bet Let's... he looked exactly the same. He did. As he does now. <laughs> he did. That man is ageless. That is a mystery I would love to solve. Mm, but, but there's no dead people, so, so I cannot. So you wouldn't be able to, unless maybe Paul Rudd's killing people in order to keep his youthful appearance. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I think Jackie O did that. That's I think Jackie think, did think that. Jackie o tiny did that? nice. Yeah. That's it's, what she was doing. That is fascinating. Um, so we were talking about your chief inspector, mm-hmm. Ra. Yes. And I read on Wikipedia that you got, got tired of writing for him, that you found him insufferable. He's just so annoying. Mm. You know, he just is always talking and solving, and he's so calm, but also not so calm. Mm, he's yes. crazy but sane. And mm. that long, long coat he wears that goes down to his feet is just filled with too many gadgets. Too many? I, he has gadgets? Of course he does. I didn't know Inspector Poirot had gadgets. Well, he has pens. Okay. And spy glasses. Yes, a uh, little magnifying glass. Yes. Okay, anything else? It's very much like Inspector Gadget. Yes, kind of, but his <laughs> gadgets were more lowbrow. Mm, you know, so we didn't have a lot savvy. of technology back then, so most of it, he had a paper airplane. A paper airplane? Yes, that would cause a diversion so he could sneak around and get evidence. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had little savvy. test tubes. Mm. Now, Inspector Gadget, before he would use one of his gadgets, he would famously say... Go Go Gadget, and mm-hmm. then the name of the thing that he mm-hmm. would use. Did Inspector Poirot also have a saying that he would use before he would use one of the gadgets from his jacket? Of course, he would say, "Here I go." <laughs> would he, he sing it? <laughs> no, there's no singing in my books. Mm, Why be, not? You need some singing. But it's a book, Little Edie, and so it would be difficult to communicate. You italicize the, the word. The, <laughs> I've tried. Them. No, italicize means actions. Oh, yes. But so I thought in Shakespeare, in Shakespeare, I sing all of Shakespeare. You sing all of Shakespeare? Yes. Is it not meant to be sung? Um, I don't know if historically it's meant to be sung, yes. but I think you could make an artistic argument that it should be sung. Have to you... be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind 
to suffer the slings and arrows of misfortune. Is that not how you do to, the, to be a not? Isn't that what a soliloquy is? Well, listen, I a don't song? think that anyone has ever done it that way before. But mm-hmm. it, those words have new meaning to me now that I've else. heard you sing them. You're so jealous. No, I've... <laughs> I'm not sure you know. Oh, my God. You're so that, jealous. Look know, at his face. is so know green. What, you know what that word means, Edie. Uh, but here's my question for you, Agatha Christie. Uh, yes. You write this character. Mm-hmm. You wrote him. Why yes. not just change what he does if you find him so insufferable? Oh, my God. That's the most offensive thing you could ever say to me. What, how, why is that Change offensive? characters that I've written yeah. and just have no consistency. You are obviously not a writer. Well, you are not a performer like Edie. Oh, she probably you. consistently sings and acts the exact same way to have a brand. That is insanity for me to have to change Poyara. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is just who I am. It's not really, I can't really change it. I'm just saying mm-hmm. you should never change a character. I just had to okay. kill him off. I understand. I, and, and so this was something that I, I tried to get into on the Wikipedia, but I wasn't 100 percent clear. Is his his last book was Curtain? Is yes. that the is that the book where uh, Inspector Poirot Poirot he he dies in that book? He does. Okay. Curtains fall on him. Curtains fall on him. Which is it's in, it's such a good book. I'm <laughs> it's such a good book. It is one of my masterpieces, if I'm going to be honest with it's you. It's very good. It's very Thank good. Thank you. Oh, you've read Curtain, Edie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I read I read, I read, read all of Agatha Christie's books. Thank oh, you. Wonderful. And so, uh, well, you're the whole, saying about the curtains. Yes, the, the death happens at the very end. You see, the whole book is a young woman named Farmer. A woman named Farmer. Yes, you have a problem with that name? No, no, I'm just re- reiterating. Yes, a woman named Farmer, yes. Farmer Malou. But she's not a farmer. She's farmer not a farmer. There's no yeah. farms in this. That mm. was like a fun thing I put in. It's almost like a little twist, like an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Exactly. That her, that her name is Farmer, but she's not a farmer. Exactly. And yeah. and she was dead the whole time. <laughs> well, no, that is not what happened in my book. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the sixth sense. No, the whole mm-hmm. book, she's looking for Parwaha. And so she's looking and looking and looking. But he's been behind her the whole time because she has curtains in her house. And so every scene takes place in her house. And she's always like, where's Parwa? Where is Parwa? Why can't I find Parwa? Here are his pens. Here are his spy glasses. Here are his test tubes. But where is Parwa? I can't find Parwa. And then she turns around in the last page and she sees him covered in curtains dead. Wow. Is, is he dead the entire book? The entire book wow. in her house. That's incredible. She never smelled it. She was. She couldn't smell we actually had that at Great Gardens. We didn't realize that uh, uh, Justin, who used to come over and deliver groceries, he was. We just found him dead in our curtains, and we didn't find him for twelve years. Oh my god! And you know, after a while, like the house smells so bad anyway. I would um, love to go to your house and solve that mystery. Oh my god, we should have you. We should have you come. Up. There's a lot of dead things in my house. The dead, dead mysteries that need solving. I would love to do in that. Great Gardens. Yeah. So wait, did they never find out what happened to uh, his name was Justin? Is Justin, that right? yeah, he used to deliver. He used to deliver groceries. You found him dead in Grey Gardens, mm-hmm. um, and under some curtains. And we, we did the police in ever the come living and, room and, try, and to, try to figure out what happened to him? They would come over a few times because we actually would have a lot of dead people and things <laughs> in our house okay. because you know it's just some of the rooms we just never go into. So we would have mm-hmm. parties mm-hmm. and we would um, leave people, and then we assume they leave. But then they don't. And then, you know, it gets very drafty. This sounds like my dream house. <laughs> um, you would actually love it. because so you know, we, we shut the door and then we can't hear them. We're on the other end of the house. And so that's exactly how Cole Porter died. Cole Porter died at Great Gardens because <laughs> yeah, you were Cole having Porter a party. died at Great Gardens. That is true. I knew that. <laughs> that is true. Wow. Damn. I'm so, I'm really surprised. I mean, you said earlier that you investigate every single murder, every death, every death, because every right. death is a because murder. Because every death is a murder. Um, do you know any of the specifics of this case of Justin, the guy who used to bring groceries to Great Gardens? Well, I don't. Unfortunately, most of my crimes are in the United Kingdom. What I can sense from what she's saying, though, if curtains were there, he probably was trying to clean your windows. And curtains, which people don't realize, are very heavy. Oh yes, probably these are very fell heavy. on his head. He just probably got a small concussion, mm-hmm. but then when he woke up, he didn't know who he was or where he was, so he just killed himself. Oh, my God. Do you I con- imagine that was the story. Do you consider suicides to be self-murder? Absolutely. I understand. There's no such thing as suicide. It's all <laughs> self-murder. This person has been murdered just by, by themselves. themselves, and thank God the murderer has been brought to justice. Those are the best cases. Let's um, Very easy to switch, solve. Switch topics uh, over to um, uh, Edith. 
Uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit. We've been dancing around all these different men that have been in your life. Um, I have so many suitors. You mm-hmm. have claimed that um, a lot of very notable men have been you've been involved romantically with. Um, and I'd love to ask you about a couple of them, if that's oh, all right. Sure. Yes. Uh, so you say that at one point you were engaged to Joe Kennedy Jr. Oh, yeah. He wanted me so This bad. is JFK's older brother who died mm-hmm. in the war. Yeah, he died um, in the war. Rest and, in peace. And so you're saying that you were engaged to Joe Kennedy Jr. Yeah, he he wanted me so bad. One day, one day he was like, he threw rocks on my window mm-hmm. and he was like, Edie, come down. And I came down and he just had um, a field, a field of butterflies. Just a field of butterflies. I don't even know where he got How them all. How did he get all the butterflies there? I, he's, he he was that magnetic. There was something about the Kennedys, you yeah, know, the they Kennedys really had an energy to them. Yeah, they're all... Oh. And uh, and they, but then they all stayed, and they all died. All the, the butterflies. butterflies. All the butterflies died. Like on cue, like was when you came to the window. No, just over, like as I was stepping on them. <laughs> so you. Well, well, I didn't mean to. You said to fly away. I mean, they were very beautiful. So it was, just, it was very hard. So you were walking over to Joe Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. in in, in this through this field, this yeah. field of butterflies, and you're just stepping on butterflies left and right. I mean, yeah, I was just <laughs> stepping on them. I mean. I just wasn't thinking about it. I was just running to him. And then I said, I can't marry you um, because you're going to be in the war. Mm. And uh, I can't I can't sing in the war <laughs> during the war. Well, you know that if you get married to someone who goes to war, you don't then have to go to war also. Right? Oh, no, I couldn't do that. I would have to be by his side. Mm. I would you be one of those people who like dressed up yes. um, as a man to enter oh, the war. You would have mulan Yes, in, I would have Mulan. In the war yeah. so that you could stay close to your fiancé, Joe Kennedy uh-huh. Jr. Because, yeah. I mean, he was sweet, um, but he was very uh, dumb. He was very dumb. <laughs> he was a very dumb boy. Yeah, he was very dumb. He was like the dumb, we called him the dumb Kennedy. The dumb mm. Kennedy. It's a very clever nickname. Yeah. Um, now, some historical records show that you only actually met Joe Kennedy Jr. once. Um, are what? you saying, yes, that is, what? That, that's, that's what's on the Wikipedia um, and so I was wondering Once if um, a day <laughs> for a month. So once a day for a month, I think. So that's how long your courtship was. Like yeah. once a day for a month, and then yeah. he left for the war. Yeah, I don't know after who you, after you rejected him. Whoever wrote the Wikipedia page wrong. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and so you also claim that you were involved with Howard Hughes. <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, but he ex- smelled very bad. Eccentric millionaire yeah, Howard th- Hughes. You would think together we would just be we would be perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> because. <laughs> Because you and your mother lived in such a smelly house mm-hmm. with a, a lack of personal hygiene and cleanliness in the general area. We just, we, we didn't have a lot of time. At what point in Howard Hughes's life were you romantically involved with him? Because his life had a lot of different stages to it as far as like, you know, right. what it he was, was working on. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there's obviously the famous part of his life where he became a recluse and right. I, th- I would say it's probably like between um, Catherine Hepburn and the Jars of Pete. <laughs> Like right in between. Catherine Well, he entertained. And the blimp or the big blimp ship. The big blimp ship. Yeah, he named that after me. You're talking about um, uh, the Spruce Goose? The Spruce Goose. Is that right? (laughs) He named it after me. Wow. Now, I I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, because I had Howard Hughes on the show, that... um, Oh, you had Howard? How much did he talk about me? He was in love with me. He's a murderer. Howard Hughes is a murderer. He is. Thousand percent. I don't remember any any death cases around. Howard he was Hughes. between the Catherine Hepburn and the Jaws of Pete. You're so, very lucky you were. Oh my killed. gosh! Exactly the same period of time that you dated him. Right. That's incredible. And I got the murdery vibe. I mm. did get the murdery. Oh vibe. my god! Is that that's re- what drove him insane. Is that the reason why you decided so to see him jealous. anymore? Anytime he was just so jealous. Anytime. Did he try to put you in a cage? <laughs> you know what? I I think he did. I think he he was like took my wild spirit. And then he wanted me to be in a cage. Oh, I see. That's exactly what it was. And he wanted me to move to L.A., which I'm not going to do. That's terrible. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to be uh, in your community anymore. Yeah, and I couldn't leave mother. I couldn't leave mother. Mm. Uh, If you're just just joining us uh, on Radio Free Brooklyn, this is Famous Dead People. And my guests today are English writer and playwright Agatha Christie. Hello. And early 20th century American socialite and model Edith Bouvier Beale. Sup. And uh, we were just discussing um, some of Edith's uh, romantic entanglements. I mean, how how much time do you have? <laughs> All of these men, I mean, these, these stories sound really incredible. Um, I'd like to move over to some of Agatha Christie's 
um, uh, romantic involvement, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. So in 1913, you yeah, marry tell. a man named Archie. Um, and then in 1926, you've written three detective novels at this point. Mm-hmm. Archie asks you for a divorce. Mm-hmm. And this is this famous Oh my God, you're thing. getting so red. This, 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 oh, I apologize so if this red. is making oh you angry, gosh. but we have to talk about this, Agatha Christie. We have to. Fine. You disappear. That You have a real-life mystery that happens. Mm. You disappear for 10 days yes. after your husband, Archie, says he wants a divorce. There's this, this, this giant manhunt, thousands of police officers, 15,000 volunteers— and you're eventually found at the Old Swan Hotel in Yorkshire, registered under a different name. And there's never been a really good explanation for those 10 days. <laughs> Just looking daggers into me. Oh, my God. You're, I mean, so I've never mad. seen you so red. You're so mad. Um, so a couple of the theories as to what happened. You had amnesia. You entered a fugue state. Um, some people suggest that you were trying to frame your husband for murder. Um, and so I, I just really want to know the official story. Would you mind telling us exactly what happened during your 10 day disappearance? And if you had any motives, you really want to know, I do really want to know. You really want to know. Yes. I I think the world wants to know. Agatha Christie. Well, it started while I was writing a book called divorce me. I dare you. (laughs) It was a murder mystery. And then I got, my husband came to me and said he was divorced. He was sleeping with another woman that he was in love with. And then, well, amnesia is a lie. Also, the cops didn't found me. I turned myself in. You, well, uh, you didn't really turn yourself in. You yes, I did. You weren't yes, guilty I of any did. crime Yes, I did. Okay. I turned myself in. What did the police do? So you do? found yourself. No, found here's yourself. what happened. I, Ooh, like a suicide. You found oh my God, yourself. Yes, it's the opposite self, of a suicide. Self-kidnapped. Solve. <laughs> I, I had just had this realization. My life was was a mess, and I had been writing all these mysteries and never experienced any any mm. of them. So I met this man named Seamus O'Hannigan. Seamus O'Hannigan. I paid him three million dollars. Three million dollars. Oh my god. Oh my god. This was in 1926. I had a lot of money. That is an unheard of amount of money for 1926. Even even like from my family. All right, maybe it wasn't a million. Okay, maybe it wasn't three million. Maybe it was three thousand. Does that make you feel better? No, I mean Can I, I get more no. than ten dollars? I guess <laughs> I really need it. I guess I shouldn't have talked about my wealth. Listen, Agatha Christie, if it's three million dollars, it's three million dollars. We believe you, which it was, is incredible. It's it was three million dollars. Wow. And so what did you have Seamus? What was his name again? Seamus O'Hannigan. Seamus O'Hannigan. What did you have him do for this money? I had him silently fill my house with gas that would put me to sleep. And then he because I didn't want to be hit in the head or anything. Mm-hmm. And then he kidnapped me and drove me to a hotel, checked me in as a little joke. This name, this is a fact. The name of the mistress was the name in the book, Neil something whore. <laughs> I knew a Neil whore. You knew a Neil whore? I knew a Neil whore. He was... tried to marry me. <laughs> and I said I couldn't have the last name whore. At which point, at what point in your life was this? How old were you? I was 14. You were 14 years old and a man named Neil whore tried to marry you. It's a common name, the whores. <laughs> Owned a lot of right. They were very, yeah, they were very prominent family I in should, the social registrar. I should also say, uh, Ms. Christie, you don't need to specify what things are facts and what things are not facts because these are all facts. I know they're saying. all facts. I just want to make sure that everyone knows <laughs> because there's been so much, you know, mystery to this, and yes. I'm finally pulling the cover off of it. Anyway, Seamus and I spent ten wonderful days together. Did you have an affair? Oh, you fell in with love Seamus? with Seamus? No, we didn't have a. An affair. We just walked hand in hand. I don't have sex. You don't. Ha- I guess. You I guess. Why? I can't. I have sex. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? And I, I can't live alone. Sex. Like I, my mom and I live really in a very poor shape house. And still, she manages to pull. You know, yeah. little Edie pulls. Trim, I lure men, even like Pied Piper, like the animals. <laughs> you sing them. That's yeah, how you get them. I'm like, no. come have sex with me. Come have sex with me. That's a great song. Is there more? Is just that over and over again? Undress me slowly and rub my bottom. (laughs) I love it with. Maybe that's why you have a rash. (laughs) Could explain the rash. 
Stop having, did they wash their hands? Before? They don't wash their hands. And actually, there's a lot of cat feces in my uh, house. That's probably a, why. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of reasons why you might, where this rash might come from. Um, but I, you said you can't have sex, cannot Agatha have sex. Christie? No. Why? Why can't you have sex? My vagina is a mystery. <laughs> and no one's been able to solve it. Except my horrible husband. I had one daughter, Rosalind. Mm-hmm. Um. And then after that, no man has been able to solve my vagina. Seamus tried very hard. I gave him clues. I wrote a whole three-page book about it. Oh, three please read book. it. Oh, is is it not long? Is Can can, can you read? No, each page has three words on it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So this my, is the nine-word book. Yes. Clue that you left for Seamus to your vagina. Yes. Okay. My vagina is a mystery. Clue, clue, clues. My vagina, two words, is a mystery. Clues, clues, clues. Did you leave clues or did you just write the word clue? Clues is a part of the clue. <laughs> well, you know what you it is? figure it out. I bet, I bet it's the only person who, who can solve it is you. I guess maybe. You know, maybe Ooh, did you ever try to self, solve your own yeah, vagina mystery? No. If, you, uh, if you catch what me and uh, little Edie are getting yeah, masturbation. at here. Agatha yeah. Christie, did you ever <laughs> I've never tried. solve your own vagina mystery? And then there was one. <laughs> one finger. I guess I worry that if I solve my own mystery, it means that I am dead. Or mm, I've been murdered. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's, maybe you, you, it isn't possible for you to solve your own vagina mystery because nobody's died. Yes. We should... We should kill somebody in your vagina. Not it. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Sorry, I thought we were going to choose. There's like, I've been in a lot of death packs. Have you been in a lot of death packs, little lady? Yes, I've been in a lot of death packs. Who were you in a death pack with? Was it somebody famous? Uh, yeah, Buddy Holly. You were in a, a death pack with Buddy Holly? Um, yeah, uh, La, La, La Bamba. Oh, uh, Richie Valens. And- <laughs> his name was not La Bamba. Oh, that's what we used to call him because that's what he he called his penis. He called his penis La Bamba. Yeah, that's what the whole song's about. He's the he's so in love with me. He was oh, so wow. in love with Richie me. Valens. Was yeah, in love Richie with you. Valens, and then um, the Big Bopper. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Bopper. I'm assuming it's everybody that was in Herb. that plane crash. And you know, they all died. I think it was uh, Richie Valens. Yes. Um, uh, the day the music died. The day the music dies. It was Richie Valens. It was bye, Buddy Holly. Bye, Miss American Pie. <laughs> this is so special. Throw the Chevy to the levee. Ah, it's a very long song. I it is a very long song. Thing. But yeah, then we all, they all died and I'm still alive. That is incredible. Um, now, let me ask you this, uh, little Edie. So oh. 1952 rolls around. Uh, you have been uh, living your own life. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been so free, involved, not in a cage. <laughs> involved with a number of very notable men. Uh, you, you, you're claiming that you have, uh, uh, pending deals with MGM and Paramount. Oh, yes. They um, wanted me. There, there's no evidence to suggest that they did actually have any kind of contract with you or anything, but this is something that you've said oh, a yes. number of times. Yeah. They, um, they took it back. They took, oh, they took it back? <laughs> but we, uh, we had, I mean... Because I said no, and then they were like, "Okay, well, we'll, we'll take the offer off the oh, table." Oh, that's it's sort of like when someone breaks up with you, and mm-hmm. you're right. like, they were you can't very break up with me. I'm yeah. breaking up with you. Right. You, you should have done what I did. What had did Seamus you- O'Hannigan come into your house, fill it with gas, and take you away. Oh yeah, I maybe ca- my mom kind of did that. <laughs> kind of, sort of. My mom kind of did that. Well, according to the Wikipedia, uh, in 1952, your mother asked you to move in with her at Grey Gardens. Yeah, she was she was so ill. And in love with me. Mm-hmm. She just was like, I can't live another day without you by my side. And I was like, okay. Because I was, I, was I was in a nice apartment in New York. Mm-hmm. I was doing the Ziegfeld Follies. You were in the Ziegfeld, Ziegfeld Follies, Follies in 1952. Yeah. And then um, I was hanging out um, with Marilyn Monroe. We were getting drinks every night. Every night. We weren't buying a single drink. Because... Um, I was with Marilyn Monroe, and she was so jealous. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was so jealous of me. A lot of people think that she killed herself because of JFK, but it was because she of was me. murdered. It was because she was murdered, and she didn't do it herself. She wasn't self-murdered. No, I don't. I don't want to break this to you, but it was. 
It's Jackie, Jackie, o. I, Jackie I knew it. O I knew it was killed Jackie. her husband and also Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely. Oh my God. She's a serial killer. <laughs> That's Jackie what I have been o. trying to say. I wrote another book. It's called Jackie O is a Serial it's a Killer. Serial killer. It was never published. Oh, that's such a shame. You gotta publish it. You should. I've been trying. You really should. No, I mean, won't take it. Why won't anybody take your your novel about Jackie O of being? Or oh, is it a novel or is it a? Uh, it's a you, four page book. It's a four page book. Are there more than four words in every one There's of the pages? Thirty five. On each thirty five words yes, on each of the pages. Okay. It was uh, a little longer. Read it. That's too long. That's way That's too long. I'm not going show. to read it. I want it to be mm -hmm. a surprise. It should be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be a surprise because I always knew she was a serial killer. It's those because, tiny knives. Yeah. One time we were supposed to do a talent show together, mm -hmm. and then um, we were we were going to we were going to do uh, the Humpty. Humpty <laughs> you and Jackie O were going to do the Humpty Dance together. Yeah, um, not that Humpty Dance, but the actual Humpty Dance from the nursery rhyme. And then, um, but then she she tried to throw me down the stairs like that movie Showgirls. <laughs> I am not surprised because she wanted to do the Humpty Dance this. all of herself. This is so. I mean, I had Jackie Earl on the show. And Was she a bitch? She, she seemed pretty. Was nice. she a whore? She also knows the whores. She knows the whores. Absolutely. Oh, everyone who has anyone knows the whores. The oh. whores are very popular. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> the whores are very popular. Now, unfortunately, we only have time for one more question, I think. And yeah. I, so I'd like to ask you, Agatha Christie, about some of the twists mm. in your novels. Yes. Uh, you had a habit of making the least likely suspect the murderer <laughs> as a way of <laughs> introducing these jaw-dropping twists at the end of your novels. Um, can you give us an example of, like, what an unlikely suspect would be? Like, like what was one of the unlikely suspects from your books? There was a little boy named Jonathan Tockle. Jonathan Tockle. Yes. Okay. The whole book, he just kept asking for newspapers. Does okay. anyone have a newspaper? I want to be informed. He okay. Kept running around the town asking. <laughs> asking for newspapers. I put, him, I put him only twice in each chapter, and each chapter is about 300 pages. Okay. So only twice. It's so long. 300 Your books are so long. My books are long. How dare you? It's good. <laughs> good books are long. No, no, I know. Anyway, it turned out he had been murdering Everyone. That's oh what that book is called. The town on a hill with newspapers. The town on a hill with newspapers. Yes. Although the uh, joke. Spoiler alert! Was that it Spoiler didn't alert. have any newspapers? That's why the boy kept asking for newspapers. Was that the reason why he was so angry? And that's why I killed everybody. Yes. Wow! So many mysteries. Now I'm going to read you. Uh, if if you wouldn't mind indulging me, um, mm. I would like to, to 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 ask you about some specific books. All right. And if you wouldn't mind telling us who the unlikely suspect was Absolutely. that killed the, that did all the murders in each of these specific books. As long as you say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to be revealing the murderer in a couple of. Yeah, uh, this is some I haven't read. Agatha mm. Christie books. Okay. So there's your book, The Big Four. Yes. All right. So who was the unlikely suspect that that did all the killings in The Big Four? Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. She just kept looking for the sun. Okay. No one would give her the sun. No, and so she got mad and yeah. she was mad and then she, she wanted to everyone. take that. Sun but she was only in, in two cage. parts of the whole eight hundred page book. Wow. It seems like the thing that's making these these people unlikely is that they're just not in the book that much. I guess you could say that, Jared. I okay. Guess. Uh, so there's also your book, The Mystery of the Blue Train. Mm. So who was the uh, unlikely murderer in the Mystery of the Blue Train? The conductor. The conductor. You never saw him. Yeah, you just he was, would hear announcements. Because he was driving the train, He just obviously. kept saying, we'll be there soon. We'll be there soon. <laughs> it turned out they never got there, and he was killing everyone. Well, maybe the destination he was talking about was death. Well, the joke, oh. the joke, or the not the joke, the trick was that no one noticed, was that at the end of each chapter, they would say, we better go talk to that conductor. But then people just forget about it. Oh, wow. That's You leave little clues for your little readers. Little clues. Very obvious little clues. Okay, so the last one, uh, your book, The Man in the Brown Suit. Do you mm. remember who the unlikely killer was in The Man in the Brown Suit? It was The Man in the Brown Suit. Now, see, that's I would think that was the likely killer because the, the book not. is titled after him. But you never yeah, meet yeah, we, him. Yeah, we never <laughs> you meet him. You never meet him. He's, He's not in the there. entire book. And then at the end, finally, one of my, my main character's name was Jonathan Johnson. Jonathan Johnson. And Poyard was in that book as well. <laughs> and Poyard said, Jonathan, I cannot figure out who murdered your entire family. And then they both turned. The sun was shining. And a man in a brown suit walked up. And they said he was covered in blood. And then they realized it was him. 
Wow. What an incredible ending. And I mean, that's one of the ones that you read, obviously, because you chimed into a great. No, I, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I just figured. Well, unfortunately. And you don't trust anyone in a brown suit. No. Mm, no. But see, you distract people because they think, oh, that would be obvious. Mm. But it's not. Oh, it's, it's a twist and a twist. Exactly. I like that. Unfortunately, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. I would no. like to thank my guests, uh, Little Edie and Agatha Christie, for joining me in the studio. Uh, my final question. I oh know God, it's a little you're bit, so in love with me. No, it's a little bit oh weird. God, you're so in you, love you're probably with me. a murderer. I always like to ask if my guests have any like comedy shows or Twitter accounts that they like. Uh, little Edie, anything you want to tell people about? Oh yes, I've been. I love going to see this group Scout at the Magnet Theater on Wednesday They're nights. Good. They're all so in love with me. They've all asked me to marry them and join the group. But I said no, I can't. I'm too busy. But you should go see them. And uh, Agatha Christie, anything you want to tell people about? I've Two quickly. I love this group called The Cast. They perform also at The Magnet every other Saturday at nine. And then the other is you should all look up devinandchristina.com for more information on the show Opening Night. Opening Night. Which is so a beautiful I've seen it. I've seen it. mystery. It's not a mystery, but it could be. But it's a beautiful play. It sounds wonderful. Thank uh, you. you should check out my stuff at jarrettbernstein.com. Find the podcast version. Rate and review. Tell your friends. If you have any questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, email the test at famousdeadpeople at radioforbrooklyn.org. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio for Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right, let's go help you masturbate, Famous Agatha. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people.